0: Cold. The sky is set ablaze in all its red and gold. The temperature's rising and the wind is blowing hot. We gotta turn this ship around before we run aground. We gotta turn this ship around. We run Welcome away. to Off the Record with Paul Hodes here on WKXL AM and FM, streaming live over the internet at nhtalkradio.com, where you can join our dozens of listeners and binge listen to your heart's content. We are brought to you by the Birches at Concord, New Hampshire's first assisted living community designed specifically for those living with Alzheimer's, dementia, or other forms of memory impairment. You can join a tour and celebrate life at the Birches by calling 224-9111. And this holiday season, for your last few shopping days before the presents are unwrapped under the tree, we're brought to you by Gibson's Bookstore, downtown Concord, a fabulous place to shop for you and your whole family, books, toys, games, gifts of all varieties in just a great warm atmosphere with helpful, knowledgeable folks who will help you choose just the right holiday gift. Well, this is my annual Christmas special program, and I'm joined by a special guest, the singer, songwriter, composer, conductor, artiste, Pego Horstman-Hodes. Welcome, Pego, to Off the Record with me, your husband.
1: Your husband, my husband. Happy solstice.
0: Happy solstice to you. You know, there are lots of different... Happy
1: solstice, darling. There are a
0: lot of, there are a lot of um, holidays that all come together. In the wintertime, at the time when the sun sinks down below the horizon at an absurdly early hour, uh, marking the longest day of the year.
1: About to tip over into the light, my favorite time.
0: I know. I mean, today, you know, I mean, uh, by, let's see, what time on December 21, what time exactly does... Friday at
1: 523 p.m., and really there's a a window of 3 days so it's today, tomorrow and Saturday is the solstice window because we're not going to see any light we're not going to see any big difference for a little bit but this is the solstice window and then we are heading for the light
0: now this week and i you know i often rant about politics in my first segment on off the record and what i want to highlight this week is actually a piece of good news, and that's pretty rare in the world of politics these days. Most of the time I'm whining and complaining about this and that, but I'm not whining and complaining this week because the United States Congress took a positive step, a bipartisan positive step that simply amazes me and amazes onlookers, and that is the passage of a first step toward criminal justice reform. In this country, we incarcerate more people per capita than any other country in the world. I mean, our prisons are bursting. There are many of them that are run by for-profit companies making a prison industrial complex a reality. And there are a lot of people who really don't need to be in jail and a lot of people who don't need to be in jail for as long as they are. And I'm speaking as a former prosecutor who in my career, put people in jail for a long time and as a defense lawyer who tried to keep people out. Uh, One of the things I always struggled against, for example, in the federal courts was a minimum mandatory sentence because back when criminal uh, justice reform meant lock them up longer, um, they passed Minimum mandatory sentences which tied the hands of judges in federal courts who could only have very strict guidelines within which they could sentence and then there were minimum mandatory sentences. And that is just one of the things that's been dealt with in this criminal justice reform. There's a lot more to do. But in a bipartisan way, supported by people on the right, supported by evangelicals, supported by corporatists and people on the left, progressives, Democrats, liberals, came together to pass this really landmark beginning. Um, So it's a bipartisan bill. It's happening the week before the Christmas holidays. And for me, it's a bit of good cheer In the holiday season that I wanted to bring to light before we plunge ourselves into stories of Christmas and songs uh, and uh, regale our audience with holiday cheer, because that's why I came to the microphone today to regale the audience with holiday cheer. We have in the studio uh, who you can't see. We have Scuppers the Wonder Dog is here wearing his jingle bell. Um, so if you hear jingle bells in the background, that's Scuppers who is joining us for Christmas merrymaking. So I think we ought to start with a song. That seems to be uh, what's on the agenda. Um, and, you know, this is one of our favorite Uh, recordings um, has Bing Crosby talking to Skitch Henderson, and they have a little patter back and forth, and Bing and Skitch, and Bing is saying, well, Skitch, it's holiday time. (laughs) Well, Bing? Well, Bing, let's try a little bit of holiday cheer, and if I can see see what this is, which would be... This is Words and Music by Johnny Marks. And uh, what's the name of the tune we're going to play for our... Good little girls and boys out there
1: A Holly Jolly Christmas
0: And uh, it says
1: Have one yourself It says
0: moderately bright with a happy feeling So <laughs> this seems like the right way To start
1: <coughs> And You can sing with us Have a Holly Jolly Christmas It's the best time of the year I don't know If there'll be snow But have a cup of cheer Have a Holly jolly christmas and when you walk down the street say hello to friends you know and everyone you meet oh ho the mistletoe hung where you can see somebody waits for you kiss him once for me have a holly jolly christmas and in case you didn't hear oh by golly have a holly Are we singing it again?
0: I think we have to.
1: And there may not be snow, but we can still have a holly jolly. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best Best time time of of the year. year. I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. Have a holly jolly Christmas. And when you walk down the street, say hello to friends you know and everyone you meet. Oh, oh, the mistletoe, i where you can't see. Somebody waits for you, kiss me, once ones for me. Ooh. Have a holly oh, that's jolly so cute. Christmas, and in case you didn't hear. Oh, my golly, have a holly jolly Christmas
0: this year.
1: Have a holly jolly.
0: Have a holly jolly Christmas, uh, performed by Pego, Horstman, Hodes, and Paul Hodes. Hey, Skitch, That was uh, that was really something. Hey, Bing. Hey, Bing. Okay, so because Christmas is coming and it's it's a lovely time of the year, whether there's snow or not, and we long for peace, world peace, local peace, and peace of all kinds. uh, When the when the uh, evergreen holiday bush. Um, is decorated and people find presents and we celebrate we've celebrated Hanukkah already and uh, the solstice time is just a time when all all the the world is uh, seems to stop for at least a moment and and um, and and imagine a world that is at peace so what I would like to do is read a song a story we had a song I'm going to read a story and it's called, Is There a Santa Claus? Uh, it's a famous editorial, first appearing in the New York Sun on September 21 in the year 1897. And uh, it goes like this. We take pleasure in answering at once and thus prominently the communication below, expressing at the same time our great gratification that its faithful offer Author is numbered among the friends of the sun. And here is the letter that we received. Dear editor, I am eight years old. Some of my little friends say there is no Santa Claus. Papa says, if you see it in the sun, it's so. Please tell me the truth. Is there a Santa Claus? Virginia O'Hanlon, 115 West 95th Street. And that was in New York City. Virginia Your little friends are wrong. They have been affected by the skepticism of a skeptical age. They do not believe except what they see. They think that nothing can be which is not comprehensible for their little minds. All minds, Virginia, whether they be men's or children's, are little. In this great universe of ours... Man is a mere insect, an ant in his intellect as compared with the boundless world about him, as measured by the intelligence capable of grasping the whole of truth and knowledge. Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. He exists as certainly as love and generosity and devotion exist, and you know that they abound and give to your life its highest beauty and joy— Alas, how dreary would would the world be if there were no Santa Claus? It would be as dreary as if there were no Virginias. There would be no childlike faith, faith then, no poetry, no romance to make tolerable this existence. We should have no enjoyment except in sense and sight. The eternal light with which childhood fills the world would be extinguished. Not believe in Santa Claus? You might as well not believe in fairies. You might get your papa to hire men to watch in all the chimneys on Christmas Eve to catch Santa Claus, but even if they did not see Santa Claus coming down, what would that prove? Nobody sees Santa Claus, but that is no sign that there is no Santa Claus. The most real things in the world are those that neither children nor men can see— Did you ever see fairies dancing on the lawn? Of course not. But that's no proof that they are not there. Nobody can conceive or imagine all the wonders there are unseen and unseeable in the world. You tear apart the baby's rattle and see what makes the noise inside, but there is a veil covering the unseen world which not the strongest man, not even the united strength of all the strongest men that ever lived, could tear apart. Only faith, fancy, poetry, love, romance can push aside that curtain and view and picture the supernatural beauty and glory beyond. Is it all real? Ah, Virginia. In all this world, there's nothing else real and abiding. No Santa Claus? Thank God he lives, and he lives forever. A thousand years from now, Virginia, nay, ten times ten thousand years from now, he will continue to make glad the hearts of children. That was, Is There a Santa Claus? An editorial published in the New York Sun, September 21, 1897. And I dare say, and Pego, you tell me what you think about whether or not there is a Santa Claus.
1: Whether there's a Santa Claus.
0: That's what I ask. Of course. You believe in Santa Claus? Of
1: course. And
0: fairies.
1: I have fairies in the garden and they tell me where to plant things. And how else do the cookies get eaten at night?
0: Well, that does it, folks. It's clear there is a Santa Claus because mysteriously the cookies disappear at night after they're left there with the milk for Santa coming down the chimney. They're gone in the morning, so there must be a Santa Claus. This is a special holiday edition of Off the Record with Paul Hodes, and it's brought to you by the Birches at Concord, New Hampshire's first assisted living community, designed specifically for those living with Alzheimer's, dementia, and other forms of memory impairment. You can join a tour and celebrate life at the Birches by calling 224-9111. And this holiday season, we're really pleased to be brought to you by Gibson's Bookstore in downtown Concord. Gibson's Books features books, toys, games, and uh, wonderful things for everybody on your shopping list. Now, folks, there are a few days left before the holiday bush presents are opened, the Christmas tree gifts are unwrapped. Take advantage of Shopping Local and get on down to Gibson's for your... Holiday shopping. It's off the record with Paul Hodes, a special holiday edition featuring the lovely tunes of our Toonsmith Pego Horseman Hodes. We'll be back with more off the record after this. We're back. It's off the record with Paul Hodes here on WKXLAMNFM streaming live over the internet and brought to you by the Birches at Concord, New Hampshire's first assisted living community designed specifically for those living with Alzheimer's, dementia, or other forms of memory impairment. You can join a tour and celebrate life at the Birches by calling 224-9111. And this holiday season, we're brought to you by Gibson's Books in downtown New Hampshire. Gibson's Bookstore, where you can find Books and toys and games and delightful treats for everybody on your holiday shopping list. Shop local, shop Gibson's in downtown Concord this holiday season. So we're going to pick up where we left off on our special holiday edition of Off the Record. And I'm going to invite our spectacular tunesmith, Pego to sing us a song.
1: So this is a little Hanukkah solstice song written by Linda Hershorn. and um, it's actually in a round. But since there's only me, and Paul doesn't know this song, yeah. it's, gonna, it's gonna be just it's just gonna be just me. But this is the time where the light is coming back, but the light is within us, and um, I just love this song. Turning, turning, spirits yearning, reaching for the night. Colors going, shadows growing, darkening the light. Ancient story told, renewed with the cold, mystery of light burnt into the night turning turning spirits yearning reaching for the night colors going shadows growing darkening the light ancient story told renewed with the cold Mystery of light, burnt into the night. And that, there you have it.
0: That is rather beautiful. <laughs>
1: it is, isn't it? So I also have a solstice poem. Do you want to hear that?
0: Yes, let's hear the solstice poem.
1: If I can find it, which um. I might be able to. This is written by Concord's own Lorraine Ellis and was read at the Unitarian Church last Sunday and at my solstice yoga class this morning by uh, Jean-Ann Whittington. So, longer and longer grow the nights, a blessing for the resting earth, but a struggle for light living souls. Shadows have grown in our hearts and tension in our bodies We brace ourselves against the dark. We hold on one more day, one more day clenched against the night, compressed into smaller renderings of ourselves. Until the tide turns, until the days lengthen, until we again release the darkness in our hearts, welcome back the sun, and expand once more into a world of light. But here is the secret. We need not wait powerless for the sun's return. We need not submit to the to the crushing pressure of darkness. We are strong enough to weather this season, for we carry the light within us.
0: We carry the light within us.
1: That is the
0: truth. And that is the truth, and that really is the message of the holiday season and of all the holidays, no matter Who celebrates them and where is that we carry the light within us?
1: These are all holidays that light candles as a metaphor for lighting the light and recognizing that light within us.
0: Well, I'm going to read a piece of a wonderful story by Donald Hall, the former New Hampshire poet laureate who left us recently, but... A a wonderful man and a wonderful poet I had the pleasure of meeting Donald Hall uh, on a couple of occasions he was a supporter of mine politically I'm proud to say I um, I think I delivered the Donald Hall book
1: and I had the pleasure of going up to Donald Hall's living room and sitting with him in his very worn-out chairs and talking to him about this gift that we were taking to Barack Obama when he turned fifty years old,
0: it was a birthday present for the president from Donald Hall. Yes, it was great. And uh, we, I, I, ha- I was able to hand deliver it to Barack at his birthday, as I remember, President Obama. Um, it was a wonderful, it was a wonderful moment of New Hampshire coming to the White House on a on a celebratory occasion. So here's uh, Donald Hall. Uh, a piece of, um, he, of what he wrote uh, in a book entitled Christmas at Eagle Pond. On the winter solstice of 1940, the darkest day, I rode a train into central New Hampshire. I was 12 and traveled for Christmas to my grandparents' Eagle Pond farm where I spent summers haying with my grandfather. The Boston and Maine passenger train was a puffing steam engine followed by a coal car, a mail car, and a coach, barely populated. We slowed and stopped in West Andover at the tiny depot called Gale, and the conductor, in the summer he wore a handkerchief tucked between his collar and his neck, set down the yellow step for me to descend with my suitcase. Dimly, in the darkness, I saw what I looked for. My grandfather... "'Wesley Wells with his horse and buggy, "'Gramp whispering into Riley's ear "'because the clatter of the train made him skittery. "'We said, "'Gramp! Donnie!' and hugged. "'We stuffed my suitcase behind the buggy's seat. "'My grandfather had always before picked me up "'in the high light of June. "'This Sunday it was wholly dark at 6 p.m. "'with scrappy snow on the ground.' I saw that Gramp had hung oil lamps at the front and back of the buggy and now, having snuffed them out to save kerosene as he waited for my train, he lit them again with a wooden kitchen match. We climbed into the seat and set out for the farm. There were few cars on the road, but we needed to be visible as we rattled down Route 4 with wheels in the gutter. Two Model As pulled around us. We passed the glacial boulder looming through the darkness at the side of the road. Riley shied at it, although he had passed it ten thousand times. After we spoke encouraging words about my mother's operation, we hardly talked. We were both too excited. Ahead, I watched for the lights of Eagle Pond Farm, and soon I saw not only the porch light, but through the window, a lighted Christmas tree. My parents and I lived in Hamden, Connecticut, a suburb of New Haven. I was a single child like so many during the Depression. My mother's operation had been successful. She would recover fully, but medical habits were different in those days, and my mother remained in the hospital 10 days. Soon she would be home and bed upstairs. There would be little Christmas in Hamden on December 25th. For many years, I'd asked my parents if we could drive north to the farm for Christmas because I wanted to see it in winter and because my mother had entertained me with her girlhood memories of Christmas there. This year, they let me go by myself. It was my biggest present. My father drove me to the New Haven Railroad Station, a great cathedral, high-ceilinged over rows of benches, one wall grated with ticket stalls, We bought my ticket to Boston, and my father nervously put me and my suitcase on the streamliner, its engine shaped like a bullet, wearing skirts. I took a window seat as the train puffed through the railroad yards, past empty passenger cars, and unloaded freight trains. We chugged by rows of houses beside the noisy tracks and emerged into a countryside bordered by Long Island Sound. Between the train and the water hovered the remains of a derelict trolley line that once took passengers with many stops and transfers from Boston down the coast to New Haven. Over the marshes, the broken line swooped on great wooden trestles, dangling tracks where a thousand seagulls perched. The train stopped in New London, Westerly, Kingston, Providence, Back Bay— and finally pulled into Boston's enormous South Station. My Aunt Nan, youngest of three Eagle Pond sisters, was waiting for me as I stepped off the streamliner. She was working in a Boston bookstore while her husband did a stint in the Coast Guard. My parents had been relieved that she could lead me across Boston, although I could have done it myself. I felt babied, A yellow cab took us to the smaller and older north station where the Boston and Maine dispatched trains north to Maine, New Hampshire, and Vermont. I bought my ticket and waited an hour talking with my aunt before departure. We hugged and said goodbye, and I climbed into the little train we called the Peanut. There were two passenger cars, and I boarded the front one because the second would be dropped off at the big city of Manchester, New Hampshire. The Peanut went all the way to White River Junction in Vermont. Stopping at a dozen depots on the way, and returned the morning after. Now it passed through the populous area north of Boston, through Lowell and Lawrence, and into farming country. For the first time, I looked at snow on hayfields and on barns that sheltered Holstein cattle. Approaching Manchester, I watched as houses displaced fields. We dropped. The second car and headed toward Concord, the state capital, where a railway station rose on the alluvial plain of the Merrimack River. Then the peanut stopped every few miles Pennacook, Bosquin, past farmland into the market town of Franklin. We stopped at the East Andover depot named Halcyon. Three miles later, Andover. Two miles later, Potter Place. Two miles later, West Andover, where my grandfather waited at its depot called Gale. The stations were close together because not so long in the past, farmers carried their milk by oxen to the railroad's morning milk car on its way to Boston and H.P. Hood. These days, a truck picked up the cans at Eagle Pond Farm. In Donald Hall spent his life at eagle pond farm writing poetry and capturing the rhythms of rural life in new hampshire what
1: beautiful language
0: what beautiful beautiful language from and to think
1: about new hampshire in that way
0: from a new hampshire poet you know as things speed up in the 21st century as everything goes digital and we get you know, entranced by our screens and walk around with our heads buried in these little screens, sending instant texts and messages and emails and making phone calls and bustling and hustling about these days. It's really kind of soothing to think about life as it was not so very long ago in New Hampshire and around the country and still is in a lot of great places wonderful places in New Hampshire because New England is just a special place in all the world. It is a very special place where you can still find the rhythms of the farm and the rhythms of the seasons and the swell of the ocean and the whisper of the trees in the mountains and the birds that fly and the fish that swim. And it's up to us, With our light within, to preserve all that nature has given us. So, this holiday season—well, that was—you know—that's like that's that's like uh, Jewish rap. (laughs) that's what that is. It's like a Jewish rap. So, this holiday season, those are the thoughts that I am going to hold close. And I suggest that we take uh, a pass. At um, one more song, but maybe before we do, if you have something short, we could end this segment with uh, something pretty short. And then we'll come back. Like a
1: short little reading? A short short little little song. song. I think it's time for a song. song. Okay.
0: okay. We're looking through our book. Um, We're leafing the pages. We're going to look for kind of a one verse uh, there you go. How about that one? We are going to now play you a song written by J. Fred Coots. Words by Haven Gillespie.
1: First written in 1934.
0: Here we go. So you so better. Ronald
1: Hall, in that reading, would have been six years old.
0: There you go. You better give me the time on this. Count it for me. Just three, four. One, two, three, four.
1: So be good for goodness sake Oh, you better watch out You better not cry You better not pout I'm telling you why Santa Claus is coming to town
0: I Gotta do that, again.
1: You better watch out You better not cry You better not pout I'm telling you why Because Santa Claus is coming to town Very soon, next week in fact He's making a list And he's checking it twice He's gonna find out Who's naughty and nice so Santa Claus coming to town he sees you when you're sleeping he knows when you're awake he knows you've been better good so be good for goodness sake it's more fun you better watch out you better not cry you better not pout i'm telling you why santa claus is coming to town you know that santa claus is coming
0: to town It's off the record with Paul Hodes here on WKXL AM and FM, streamed live over the internet at nhtalkradio.com, brought to you by the Birches at Concord, New Hampshire's first assisted living community designed specifically for those living with Alzheimer's, dementia, and other forms of memory impairment. We're also brought to you this holiday season by Gibson's Bookstore in downtown Concord. Gibson's Books, where you can find books and toys and games for everybody on your shopping list. It's a great downtown destination in downtown Concord, New Hampshire. It's Off the Record, and we'll be right back after this with more holiday cheer. Don't go away. We're back. It's Off the Record with Paul Hodes here on WKXL. AM and FM, streaming live over the internet at nhtalkradio.com. This special holiday edition of Off the Record with our Toon Smith songstress, special guest Pego Horstman Hodes is brought to you by the Birches at Concord, New Hampshire's first assisted living community designed specifically for those living with Alzheimer's, dementia, or other forms of memory impairment. You can join a tour and celebrate life with the Birches by calling 224 9111, and we're brought to you this holiday season by Gibson's Bookstore in downtown Concord. Gibson's Books features books and toys and games and treats for the entire family. So when you're out shopping in these last few days before you open the presents under the tree, don't forget Gibson's Bookstore in downtown Concord for all your holiday shopping. Well, Pego, welcome back to Off the Record. We're going to do some more singing and some more playing. And uh, what have we got to start?
1: This is a song from Louisiana and Georgia called Child of God.
0: Mm. It's an old
1: spiritual kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Which, parenthetically, you could listen to on our holiday Christmas CD, which I believe is carried at Gibson's, our favorite bookstore, called Winter's Light with Pego and Paul.
0: Vamp in here I'm gonna vamp Oh
1: don't you hear the foot on the tree top
0: Winter's Light, Winter's Light, our our holiday CD. Still, um, I like it. I still like it. I like. I still like it too. I still like it. It's you know, <laughs> but we're and we're so objective about it.
1: We are a little prejudiced. Yeah, we're, we're allowed a, to be because we liked it. Yeah, we, but, and we still like
0: it. And uh, you know, we, and it's fun music. Yeah, right. And we actually we've actually been able to put that in the hands of a, a lot of folks. So um, I think Gibson's has it. Uh, downtown if they don't they know where to get us you can always get one (laughs) so um let's read a poem let's let's do a poem
1: so this is amazing piece a christmas poem by maya angelou and if this is comes out in a couple of different things but a few years ago i found this gorgeous picture book by the pictures are by steve johnson and lou fancher That is so gorgeous. And it has a CD with Maya Angelou reading the poem, but you are going to get me. Thunder rumbles in the mountain passes and lightning rattles the eaves of our houses. Floodwaters await in our avenues. Snow falls upon snow, falls upon snow to avalanche over unprotected villages. The sky slips low and gray and threatening We question ourselves. What have we done to so affront nature? We interrogate and worry God. Are you there? Are you there really? Does the covenant you made with us still hold? Into this climate of fear and apprehension, Christmas enters, streaming lights of joy, ringing bells of hope and singing carols of forgiveness high up in the bright air. The world is encouraged to come away from rancor come the way of friendship. It is the glad season. Thunder ebbs to silence and lightning sleeps quietly in the corner. Flood waters recede into memory. Snow becomes a yielding cushion to aid us as we make our way to higher ground. Hope is born again in the faces of children. It rides on the shoulders of our aged as they walk into their sunsets. Hope spreads around the earth, brightening all things, even hate, which crouches, breeding in dark corridors. In our joy, we think we hear a whisper. At first, it is too soft, then only half heard. We listen carefully as it gathers strength. We hear a sweetness. The word is peace. It is loud now, louder than the explosion of bombs. We tremble at the sound. We are thrilled by its presence. It is what we have hungered for, not just the absence of war, but true peace, a harmony of spirit, a comfort of courtesies, security for our beloveds and their beloveds. We clap hands and welcome the peace of Christmas. We beckon this good season to wait a while with us. We Baptist and Buddhist, Methodist and Muslim say, come, peace. Come and fill us and our world with your majesty. We, the Jew and the Janist, the Catholic and the Confucian, implore you to stay a while with us so we may learn by your shimmering light how to look beyond complexion and see community. It is Christmas time, a halting of hate time. On this platform of peace we can create a language to translate ourselves to ourselves and to each other. At this holy instance we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ into the great religions of the world. We jubilate the precious advent of trust. We shout with glorious tongues the coming of hope. All the earth's tribe loosen their voices to celebrate the promise of peace. We, angels and mortals, believers and non-believers, look heavenward and speak the word aloud, peace. We look at our world and speak the word aloud, peace. We look at each other then into ourselves and we say without shyness or apology or hesitation, peace my my brother, brother. peace Peace, my my sister. sister,
0: Peace, my, my soul. soul. Maya Angela, what a remarkable poet. What a remarkable person. What a remarkable life.
1: Another woman we lost.
0: She led the most remarkable life. She was a, a performer as and a poet. She was not just she's known for her poetry mm-hmm. and her and her and her books. But she was also a vaudeville performer. I mean, she was. That's right.
1: That's how she started. That's
0: how she started. It was Mm -hmm. remarkable. She was just um, an extraordinary presence and force. Um, She read at Obama's first inauguration, I think. A poem she wrote for him. A poem she wrote for him. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's time for another song. Or two, because I we may even try a song that we wrote long, long ago. We may we may even <laughs> give it a should we it a give whirl. it a whirl?
1: Well, sure, or do. You want
0: to rock around the Christmas tree? Oh yeah, come on, that's a cool tune. Okay. So this is uh, this, this is, is Pagan Tree. Words and music by uh, Johnny Marks. Here we go. You give me. It says moderately with a rock beat. Oh.
1: Rocking around. Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop, mistletoe hung where you can see, every couple tries to stop, rocking around the Christmas tree, let the Christmas spirit ring, later we'll have some pumpkin pie and we'll do some carrot. go so hung where you can't see Everybody tries to stop rocking around the Christmas tree Let the Christmas spirit ring Later we'll have some pumpkin pie And we'll do some caroling You will get a sentimental feeling When you hear voices singing Let's be jolly down the halls with bars happy holiday everyone dancing
0: We started with some good political news this edition, a bipartisan criminal justice reform bill. And if a little bit of bipartisan political action isn't good news this holiday season, I don't know what is. And we were joined by the... Irrepressible Pego Horstman Hodes, a great songstress, a toonstress, a composer, and a conductor, and soon an author of best-selling books, to sing, <laughs> to, lips
1: to, God's ears. to
0: sing, and tell us stories <laughs> this holiday season. So we're wishing you from us a great, great time this holiday season. May your hearts be filled with light and love. May your homes be filled with warmth. And may this year bring you and yours prosperity, happiness, and satisfaction. See you later, folks.
1: Merry Christmas.
0: Happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, and whatever it is you celebrate, including the great solstice. It's Paul Hodes on Off the Record, WKXLA and FM, signing off.